0: Hi, and welcome to A Lot on Air. During the next 10 minutes, we'll be meeting with industry experts to discuss the hottest trends in telecom, cybersecurity, and
1: network intelligence. Hello, my name is Michael Schachter, and I'm here today with Itai Weissman, VP Partner Cybersecurity Solutions at A Lot. And we're going to discuss 5G security concerns. So, Itai, my first question is, there's a lot of hype around 5G, but will it be inherently more safe or less safe than other technologies?
0: Well, 5G, I don't think it's correct to take in more safe or less safe. Uh, It does bring a lot of security um, challenges to the game. Um, One of the main challenges that were not there before is the fact that there's... um, um, a mechanism in uh, 5G that is al- that allows supporting millions and tens of millions, even hundreds of millions of IoT devices. Uh, most of them are uh, very unlikely to carry uh, significant security, uh, cybersecurity mechanisms, and this basically uh, opens the network to um, an attack from its own um, uh, users.
1: So the users, these IOT devices, are kind of risky or inherently risky endpoints. But what about the 5G architecture that makes those numbers possible? Doesn't that also imply a bigger vulnerability?
0: So the the architecture itself is also, it's, um, it's um, kind of a revolution, um, its all software race. Um, there's no longer uh, hardware components in 5G. Everything is um, uh, containerized, virtualized, and um, <clears throat> and elements are the whole idea of the network is that it is dynamic and it is breeding with the demand. Um, but this whole architecture um, basically introduces a lot of uh, vulnerability. What happens if there is a sudden surge in demand because? IOT devices are compromised, and they are creating a surge in uh, traffic, or they are creating a surge in uh, um, uh, in signaling and in uh, control um, um, elements. So these type of things, um, when you had hardware, it was relatively easy to um, um, to manage, but in the um, <coughs> cloud space. You have to spin up new instances um, um, very, very fast in order uh, in order to do that, and this whole orchestration um, adds layers of vulnerabilities.
1: So the the cloud native aspect, which is this revolutionary architecture, is one source of vulnerability. What about the whole distributed architecture with the edge computing and the multiple breakout points to the internet? The, the more doors you have in a building, the more places the bad guys can break in. Isn't that, isn't that true?
0: So, yes, the, the edge computing it brings uh, um, a different type of challenge where, in fact, all of the network and all of the uh, subscriber uh, traffic is served from one relatively small location. So let's say that uh, a location like this, that is basically an entire network by itself, is serving 5 gigabits or 10 gigabits of traffic, and that's the capacity of the location. Now, there can be 2 million uh, IoT devices in this location, possibly even tens of millions of IoT devices in this location. What happens if they suddenly try to generate traffic? Now, they don't need to generate a lot of traffic. They just need to generate like um, some, something in the order of a few kilobits of uh, traffic uh, from each device in order to overwhelm the edge location. This is an issue that was not there before because the whole concept was centralized and you had a lot of capacity in the central location. Um, it also means that an external attacker can actually overwhelm um, an edge location by simply trying to, uh, to reach um, um, a service at the edge and bombard it with a lot of, um, uh, with a lot of uh, traffic. And in that case also, if in the past, in order to interfere with a large network, you had to generate attacks that are in the terabits of uh, traffic, now, with an edge location, it's enough to generate 10 gigabits worth of an attack, which anyone can do today. And the edge location can be compromised. And with the edge, all of the services that are running there, and just to remind you, it's basically a complete network that is running there.
1: So it's kind of ironic, because I think in the popular mind, 5G is this you know, huge pipe with almost unlimited capacity, and yet because of the distributed architecture and these these uh, edge computing sites, there are actually a lot of low-capacity mini-networks that uh, could be brought down more easily. Yeah, so
0: basically the thing that has the, the most capacity in the 5G is the radio. The radio is capable of uh, processing huge amounts of traffic, but that's the problem because the architecture is so distributed that the radio, in some cases, might not be the bottleneck. The bottleneck can actually be the distribution of the core and the connectivity um, uh, to the core. And that's a complete new uh, concept in a mobile network because up until 5G, the bottleneck was always the radio.
1: Mm -hmm. Got it. Okay. so given all of this, and it does sound complex, what can CSPs do to, to keep their network safe and to keep their services running?
0: Well, the, um, the, they need a solution that allows them to manage such sudden um, uh, uh, attacks in real time while guaranteeing the, um, um, uh, the service. And this brings us away from traditional solutions, which used to be, let's sense if there is an attack, and if we're sensing that there is an attack, then we will try and manage it. This type of solution takes a lot of time to react to an attack. Um, but you need now a solution that basically identifies and manages the attack from the, the millisecond the attack starts. So there's no no there's no more gap between the time of sensing the attack and the time of mitigating the attack. And this means you have to put inline solutions um, that protect the call both from outbound attacks, meaning attacks coming from the IoT devices or the uh, users of the network, as well as um, attacks coming from the the outside, inbound attacks that are attacks that are coming from the internet and trying to attack the edge locations.
1: So with that kind of solution, and of course it would have to be in this cloud native environment and be able to spin up the instances that you were talking about earlier. The CSPs could keep their network relatively clean from all of this attack traffic. What about the consumer point of view? The end users like you and and me, or the small medium business people that don't have all of these, you know, security departments to, to take care of their issues. How how, how does 5G impact uh, individual consumer security, and and what can be done to to keep to keep the consumers safe?
0: Well, in, in 5G, the operators needs to start thinking of about the consumer security as an inherent part of their network, uh, because protecting the consumer um, does two things. One, it protects your network, because if you're protecting the consumer, it will not become a bot, and it will not serve as an attack vector into your network. Um, that, in itself, is already a very big motivation. Um, from the other side, they need to, they are looking for ways to monetize the 5G um, architecture and providing security services to the uh, consumer space is one of the main ways uh, of doing it. So basically, um, there's a whole new paradigm of thought around um, uh, consumer uh, security services in 5G because um, the many operators look at them today as something that. This is something that I have to do anyway, so let's do it, and at the same time, generate revenues out of it. Um, And in 5G, um, um, the whole move to a new architecture allows them to put the new consumers on new service plans that offer them not only connectivity, but also uh, additional security.
1: Okay, so it sounds like 5G, with all of its promises for you know, new services, new speeds, new connectivity, does have new, new risks and vulnerabilities, but it does sound like CSPs have a path by which they can both secure their networks and their services and also monetize this new architecture, this huge investment in, in a new network by securing or by offering a paid security service to their customers.
0: Yeah, definitely 5G does bring its fair share of challenges and the CSPs need to start thinking of these challenges as part of their initial architectural design because they must overcome these challenges in order to um, uh, leverage the full capabilities of the 5G networks. And they do have the way, of, uh, the, the way and the means of, uh, of doing it in a way that is both uh, technologically physical as well as uh, commercially physical uh, uh, feasible um, and by doing that they can actually create new revenue streams now that is something that uh, was not there before um, and in fact I think this is one of the um, of the main advantages of this um, 5G architecture is that you can reuse um, architectural elements that are aimed to protect your network in order to also provide a service to your consumers.
1: Sounds very exciting. And thank you, Itai. And thank you all for listening to another A Lot podcast.
0: Thank you very much, Michael. That's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening. You can get more information about network intelligence and security solutions for service providers and enterprises on our website at alot.com. Subscribe to this podcast to make sure you hear about new trends and technologies on the next episode of A Lot On Air.